0: All right, we're recording. Yeah. The moon. Something that people have always thought was good, but also, unfortunately for people, something that also monsters have always thought was good. <laughs> That's right. This is a weird episode where Cameron's gone, and w- we're going to talk about the moon with special guest Monster Patches. <laughs> so. Stay tuned for after our intro jingle, um, when we talk, so we'll talk about the moon. Monster crazy. (laughs) Welcome. How's it going, Patches? Going okay, Kai. How's it going for you? Pretty good. Feeling pretty lunar. Mm-hmm.
1: That's good. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. also it's not good because of the history of what it means to um, feel lunar. Because it can mean feeling crazy. Because of the word it, lunatic comes from lunar. And also loopy, probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, much less so, but maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm open to it.
0: Lollipop lollipop lullaby legos (laughs) yeah i'm (laughs) seeing a pattern here
1: yeah me too
0: moon yeah
1: Yeah, the moon uh yeah well so you you've sort of pitched this to me as cameron is gone forever and we need to talk about something today um and i've been playing a lot of bloodborne so, I suggested The Moon. Now, I haven't read any of the lore on Bloodborne yet. I'm waiting till I beat all of it to start mm-hmm. reading the lore, um, just because that's how I like to play the From games. I like to go through all of it and then be like, whoa, that's what that was? Whoa, that's what that was? Um, but I have been reading a lot about The Moon since we started talking about this. So, I'm excited to talk about The Moon with, with you, Kai. I'm excited
0: to hear about it. I didn't really get to do any research uh-huh. because I was at my uh, normal job, which is trying to fish Cameron out of a cocoon of, of hagfish slime, right. which is where he is. But I wasn't successful. Mm-hmm. So he's just been playing mobile games in there and I wasn't able to do any research <laughs> on the moon. And <laughs> so now here we are where you 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 know about mm-hmm. the moon and I don't.
1: Yeah, so a little bit of a role reverse, I guess. Actually, usually if you bring on a guest, that they're they're sort of a, an expert. Yeah, they're the knowledgeable ones. Yeah.
0: But the there's a reason we call one, you all
1: three of us were though. I have to.
0: Say oh, that. we were all salivating about that yeah, one, yeah, <laughs> much like a beholder um, would. We shouldn't keep talking about beholders though, because then this no. will just be another
1: beholder episode very quickly.
0: Um, yeah. No, and there's a reason they call you patches the moon, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, they call me that because I
1: was born at the during the witching hour when the moon was most high um and uh i have a special glyph on my forehead that i cover with makeup that allows me to communicate with the man in the moon and that's the reason why but also it's because i read a lot about moon the moon today while i was doing my job of fishing kai out of the hagfish pond uh uh after he fell in to try to get cameron
0: um, That's true. I was floating face down like yeah. the second I hit the water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, um, so, so, what's your first moon fact? Let's so hear about the moon. Well, yeah, I
1: want to start from kind of a uh, because I because I, I, I just started reading like this just about the moon as an object, like the the actual celestial body, mm-hmm. um, and the things that but the things that I found interesting about that um, before we dive a little bit more into folklore and and, and monsters and stuff. Um, is how the moon was formed. So the prevailing theory right now is the Great Collision Theory, um, which is during proto-Earth, so it's a period of time in um, the development of Earth in which it was sort of just a bunch of dust and, um, uh, like, swirling dust and shit uh, uh, and matter, uh, that there was there's a theorized planet called Theia, T-E-I-A. Um, cool name. That... that yeah, that spun around and basically crashed into our Earth um, and kind of fused with it a bit. So part of why the size of our core is so large compared to other um, planets of our size is it's theorized that it's because of this. Because basically the moon, which then eventually basically spun out of this collision and most of what was Thea it seems like, based on the little diagram I looked at, it looks like a lot of that and other debris became the moon, which entered our orbit right outside of the, the, the Roche um, layer. So there's this, like, part of orbit where a body of, like, a certain size, if it enters it, would start to kind of, like, crumble apart. Um, think of it as, like, uh, if as something, sa- like, spinning, something that is, like, going around something, if it's moving a, a certain velocity um, and it's close enough to something bigger than it, just the bits of it that are closer to the thing so bits of the moon would if it gets a little closer like start to crumble off and sort of fall towards earth it's existing though right outside of that orbit um okay so it's
0: it's it's right in the sweet spot where we're not getting moon meteorites
1: yes that is that is uh, essentially what i've what i've read so Um, the moon is
0: like a literal chip off the old block then huh
1: yeah, and then uh, part of what I thought was interesting was that they, they, I was reading the other theories that were going around about like what it could be. Just it, it's just that like the moon is like kind of too weird to make those like work. Um, it has a completely iron core. Um, uh, and it has like solid iron I and mean, like liquid iron. Um, there's evidence. That's very that cool. Yeah, there's evidence that there's still like. Um, you know, heat trapped inside of it, it's, it's a very, and it's, it's technically, I think, by definition, a dwarf planet, um, don't quote me on that, but, um, it is also just, like, a particularly weird, um, celestial body, in that also, it is shaped in such a way, because it's not just, it's, that it is the brightest thing in the night sky, because of the way it is shaped, not just because it's, like, a big thing close to us, it's also, like, shaped in a certain way that it it becomes that, it reflects the most light. And then, likewise, the only reason why every new moon, it doesn't um, become an eclipse is also because of the angle that its orbit is on. Because if everything was aligned, it would, like, basically, like, if it was going around in, like, a normal way, it would have just, every new moon just would have been an eclipse. But because of, like, it's, like, slightly off, it's only, you know, like... I think like two to five times a year generally there's like an eclipse at any um, you know given location on the planet um, like total so like you'd have to travel around to see it like in any given location it's like 300 to 400 years between total eclipses but anyway so I thought this was really interesting I liked the idea of thea of this like theoretical planet. I think that's sort of all. That already feels like the
0: the interstellar version of Pangea in my head.
1: Yeah. Yes. Exactly. It's like it's like this very. It creates a sort of mythic, sort of like quality to the moon, which is already such a like mythic thing. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you, people looked up in the sky, they saw the sun, and then when they looked up in the sky at night, there was this other thing. Like it's 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 such a you know, uh, interesting like thing that exists um, that was you know obviously inescapable. Um, And also, like,
0: the moon, like, the sun is very important and cool and all that. Feels nice, Mm -hmm. warm warm on your skin, grows your Mm -hmm. plants. But the moon has more swag. Yes. And I'm sure, like, I'm sure that, like, I don't know, I feel like on a real clear night when you can really see the moon and it's full, that has probably inspired awe and wonder in people for forever. And probably also other animals that are smart.
1: Yes. And it's also what's good about it is like it has a regularity to it so that's why lunar calendars became a thing because and periods we, yeah before we could really you know it to, to some extent different different civilizations had different ways of measuring you know the passage of time and lunar calendars it's very you know every like was like 24 or 29 days or whatever it's like uh, uh, or twenty seven days. Some, some like I think it's twenty seven days. It's like it goes, you know, it does its thing. It goes through its whole cycle and then it does it again. You know, if you're somewhere where there aren't really seasons, you know, or uh, migration patterns that help cue you into things, the moon's there to kind of give you as uh, to orient you. Um, uh, and then totally. so then I, I was reading about that, and then I started reading more about like myths and stuff of the moon. Um, one thing that I think might be interesting to talk about, which I didn't really realize, was a was a story. Um, which it kind of makes sense in that you see the moon associated with, um, Islam, but there's a story of Muhammad splitting the moon. <laughs> um, whoa. Yeah. Uh, there's also like a picture that was taken by, I think the Apollo 10 mission that like was circulating around that was like kind like, of like a scar on the moon and people were like, yo, that's, that's where Muhammad split the moon in twain. Um, they
0: just thought that Muhammad was like Goku.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and he's all- Muhammad is also in Fortnite now. Uh, is that true? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You can play as Muhammad and make him do the Dougie, the Uh, Prophet. Yeah. Muhammad split the moon. I want to make sure I'm looking, I'm talking about this accurately, but obviously that's like one element of it. That's, you know, I thought was interesting and was, you know, more lore again, before we're building up to the monster aspects of this. Um, there's obviously the idea of the man of the moon, uh, which is a pareidolia effect, which I am very susceptible to that. um, like, my brain is always just looking for faces and shit. Um, so I've always seen the man in the moon's face. He sort of has the, like, sleepy-eyed look of the, the moon from Bear in the Big Blue House to me. Um, uh, can you
0: see the the face on my oh, head? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I see the face really? of the moon. Yeah, I totally see it. Um, which, there are two particular Marias, which are, like, craters. They're called Marias when it comes to the moon. Um, mm-hmm. That uh, are, like, the eyes and, like, one that's a nose. I mean, there's, like, a... I think it's a rock formation that's like the nose that people see because everybody's, you know, I'm not unique in that.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And a lot of cultures have seen the man the moon, um, but they also have different relationships with it. Like in some Celtic cultures, I know there's like a woodworker who like lives inside of the moon. Uh, Similarly, in um, Japanese lore, it's like a bamboo worker. I think was the phrase. It was for some reason with workers on both elements of that. In England, it's
0: it's a they think it's cheese
1: yeah well yeah, and then there's the cheese theory, of course um, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, ha- has a lot of credence, I think too. Um, and then there's the the rabbit, the moon rabbit too, uh, which is that a lot of people will see based on the formations like a rabbit in the moon. and that's across many different cultures as well. Um, so yeah, it's I mean, cool there's when there's
0: of, like uh, when there's like cultural through lines that happen in different places where people are able to like, so, something something feels more true about folklore when in different entirely different parts of the world similar myths arise. Yes. Yeah. You know I what just, I mean? Like Oh, yeah, of course. It's what's that what's that evolutionary evolutionary process where like things turn into the same shape even if they're not um related. Um there's do you know what I'm talking about? No but it's hammered, Okay. Well, tri- basically, triangulation. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think it's called that. Just like I, I've. I forgot. I. I can't think of an exact example. Well, I guess I don't know if this technically counts, but like bats' wings. No, bats' wings and birds' wings do kind of the same thing. So that's not. Well, maybe it does. Maybe it is. There's. I don't know. There's like. There are different types. Like there's um. Spider crabs, I think, are not actually crabs. They're something else, but they look like crabs because being a crab is perfect. <laughs> like that's 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 the idea. Yes. I think car- car- Carcinogenesis. Hold on, Carcin- this is going to really
1: gen- 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 gen-
0: carcinogenesis. No, no, that's the initiation of cancer formation. <laughs> um, well, never mind. You know what? Screw this. We're, we don't need to. We don't need to figure this out. But and so
1: yeah, I was also reading about the moon phases and how it relates to magic. Wiccans have all different sort of feelings about you know what moon phase of the moon does, like like contributes to what kind of magic. Um, uh, and uh, then I started reading more about the gods and the moon and stuff. So we can we can pause there though for a second. I want to hear some of your the things for you, Kai, that come to mind when you think of the moon first. Well, when it comes to monsters in particular.
0: One of the things that so I think monsters and the moon have a long history of being related. Absolutely. And I was pondering about that today while driving home from work without being able to do any research. So everything that I'm going to be doing is just speculation from when I was sitting in my car. I but love it. um you know, there's that whole thing about how people, you know, there's there's a ho- slightly inflated crime, violent crime rates on full moons mm-hmm. um, because it's brighter out. And mm. I'm sure that to some extent, like for forever, the reason it's brighter, out, like it, it triggers like a very animal part of people's brain when it's bright out. Like if you look outside and you can see clearly, it's like, oh, it's time to be active. <laughs> um, and is that
1: is that like statistically proven, too?
0: Yeah, no, the, the full, full moons are there's more yield, crime. Yield more crime. And I know th- that like
1: there's been stuff about like, you know, in mental hospitals like people get extra crazy when the moon is fully out, which is not necessarily true. But I do I do can totally see the correlation between like well, the moon's out, I, it's like kind of light out like let's get Well, yeah, it's around. it's
0: it's an ambient effect. You know, I don't mm-hmm. think that people are like, ha, the full moon. Yes, time <laughs> out. Time I, I'm going to hide. hide. Time to hide in an alley. Yeah. But I just think, you know, if someone's already out and about, like the same way that people are, are more violent if it's really hot out just because they're miserable, yes. like, I think it's just like people are more inclined to be out and about mm. later than they should because their little internal clocks are getting fucked with by the fact that it's too damn bright out. It's, it's a different type bright. of... It's a different type of brightness, you know. It's not as bright as daytime, but like, I feel like that. You I'm know, voting
1: for the moon is too damn bright. Party,
0: I am too. Mm-hmm. Also, but I, I th- my, my whole point here is I think that that probably has been a thing for forever because the thing that that taps into the instinct or whatever is very animal and very old. Mm. So, like, I'm sure people for as long as people have been people and the moon's been the moon. Have been like a little bit more active crime or otherwise at night when it's a full moon, just because you can see. Um, I mean, especially in in mm-hmm. a time period like pre lights everywhere. There, it's sort of like a little, a, you know, one one day you get that's just like light out at night out. I you know I think that hell yeah th- that forever would th- like you know kind of hold a I, and then that it's it sort of snowballs on itself I think where like people are more active at night people start being weirder at night because it's light out but it's night out and you know it kind of folds in on itself until myths and legends are are spun out of it
1: absolutely and i think i mean that's that makes sense to me and i think like also because the the it is such a uh untraditional experience like the moon is not always bright enough to provide light and well it mostly isn't yeah it's mostly it's mostly garbage at at providing light it's not not good at it um and it's cool because the moon also can be different colors like there's blood moon and stuff and that would make definitely make me go crazy if i saw a blood moon
0: i saw Um, one a few months ago yeah no a, a few months ago i saw a blood moon with my friend spencer and we just stopped and looked at it for a while, mm-hmm. and it's it's not as coo- blood moons are not as cool as they sound. Um, really, but like, it's not like a big scarlet. I fucking feel like moon. I would have
1: held Spencer's hand if I were you, if I saw blood moon. would have
0: done something. Well, we like did. That. We kissed. No, um, but no, I have it's done that. it, it totally. Um, I don't know. It does feel really special when something's up with the moon.
1: Yes, I agree. Um, and then also, like you know. There's all the myths around the moon, the idea of lunar and lunatic. So people associate madness with the moon. The moon is, was said to have caused madness. Um, and mean, obviously uh, the myths around the moon contributing to the menstrual cycle of women, um, which, you know, suggested that essentially like basically it's pretty funny the, like how closely that is to just like women are werewolves. To be, like, women's menstrual cycles are in relation to the moon. And that, but but there are, like, examples of that being, cons- like, of that being considered, like, from, like, thousands of years ago. People being, like, but, but it doesn't really hold up, um, at least from, like, more recent studies. It's been, like, no, people just kind of, like, have their period between, like, you know, like, if it's, like, in three to five week. Cycle. Then, like, eventually, you might have it when the moon is out, and then you'll be like, "Oh wow, you know, my hoo ha is bleeding because of, you know, space." Which
0: is just—it would be a really surreal experience Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. like bleed out of your genitals when the moon is at its highest. You know, like, I that that I would. If if blood started gushing out of my cock when the the, the <laughs> full moon shone over the dark forest right. I lived in, I'd be like, all right. I mean, like I probably, you know, I probably have a like yeah. a cult connection to that. I'm a demon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Basically, immediately, I'm a demon, kind of no, uh-huh. no doubt about it. Um, and then of course with the moon we have, um, uh, and I definitely don't want to pretend that we're not going to mention werewolves, um, and vampires. Because they have a very peculiar relationship to the moon. Um, most and, peculiar. Uh, oh, peculiar! Yes, it's very, it's very oddly peculiar and interestingly odd. How B- the moon most spectacular. Yes. Um, and uh, uh, I recently watched um, uh, uh, American Werewolf in London, um, and that was an awesome movie. <laughs> that's that's I'm just gonna say that about about the moon and werewolves, um and i recommend it, everyone watch it but uh, and also the idea of dogs howling at the moon there's just a lot of spookiness with it and, I, and it, I think part of that is also that it's at night so i feel like if the moon was around during the day we
0: wouldn't it is. have
1: all this fucked up shit about it to be honest yeah
0: no one no one cares when it's out in the day like you know you see it in the day and every, you know you're that's like cool i think it's you're cool. like oh the moon's out during the day though that's weird it's yeah. cool but you don't you're not like oh i'm going to go insane like it's it's totally because it's at night that people, that there's, a, but I've, you know, the through line, it seems like a, with a lot of this stuff is that the moon is a contributor to like a loss of control. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder where that stems from. I mean, maybe it's still the, the, it's bright out while well, it's I think night it's, out.
1: Yeah. I think it's also associating it with, with night. I mean, night used to be dark. Like it used to yeah. be like so dark that you couldn't do anything. And that if you tried to do something, you would probably die and it would be too cold and so yeah i think there's just like a compounded association with with nighttime darkness evan like here's this thing looming over you i mean there was tales of like in in um in like lo- like I- uh, in christian literature of like uh uh well particularly I, I, it's actually mentioned quite a bit in in um dante's uh uh both the paradisio and the um uh, Inferno, that they're like, yeah, Cain lives inside the moon of, like, Cain and Abel. Like, this is, like, an evil thing that houses the world's first murderer. Like, um, and, uh, uh, but also the moon is all often feminine, I should say, and, like, a lot of, like, Saloon from D&D is Selene, you know, from, uh, uh, it's just, you know, from from Greek mythology, uh, you know, Cynthia yeah, the moon's also is another name for the moon. So- yeah.
0: Very associated with grace and femininity and, yes. like, spirituality and, like, a lot of, like, kind of more positive things, mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a, particularly when it relates to the, the, the feminine is from what I've yeah. noticed. Um, when it's associated with men, it seems to, to be about madness and, and darkness. Um, and that, oh, man, I read the most <laughs> fucked up shit. Talk about monsters in the moon. There is this, and, and I so I read about it, and I didn't believe it because, like, uh, I I saw it on Wikipedia and it had no sources, um, and so I was like, "This is not real. I don't believe this." And so then I looked up the, uh, I looked up another source about it, um, and then I found like it was written by some a professor who was teaches at like the university in South Dakota or something, and I was like, "Okay, I guess this is like a real thing." Um, <laughs> there was so, and this depends on like particularly tied to the um i think the greenland inuit people um which of course obviously i'm playing fast and loose with this um but there's the goddess of the sun melina and the god of the moon uh igaluk i don't know if i'm saying that right but um who were uh and he's a god of the moon and their brother and sister um I, i'm just going to read the the story because it's the same when i read it in the in the textbook earlier today um according to inuit mythology Igaluk and his sister, Melina, lived together in a village. They were very close when young, but came to live apart as they grew older, in the lodges for women and for men. One day, Igaluk looked at the women. He found that his older sister was the most beautiful. He took oh. notice of the unique material her clothes were made of. And so that night, when the lamp went out in the women's dwelling, he crept in, found her by recognizing the feel and texture of her clothes. Um, since that night, Igaluk mated with his older sister many times. As it was dark, Melina was never able to tell who the man was. But one night, in the middle of their copulation, she covered her hands with the soot from the oil lamps and smeared his face with it. Afterwards, she took a lamp and looked through the skylight of the men's lodge to identify the man who took her. Upon learning the fact that it was her own younger brother, Igaluk who had been enjoying her, Molina became red, with, red and hot with shame. After confronting him about it, she ran away ran out ran away out the door, grabbing a torch as she went. Igelik chased after her, likewise taking a torch, and followed her path. However, he tripped and dropped his torch, and the flame was put out, except for a faint glow. Eventually, he caught up with her, and the two ran so fast that they took off into the sky and became the moon and the sun. Every once in a Hate while, that. Igelik manages to catch up with her, enjoying her for a brief union, causing a solar eclipse. And so it's this thing where it's his brother who is chasing his sister...
0: And just incest, sexual yes. assault happening over the sky. That is like just a much it's less the pretty, darkest
1: idea. thing I've ever heard. It's so complete. And also, the, the one thing I read about it too that I thought was really interesting was that the reason why the moon waxes and wanes is because he so wants to fuck her so bad that he forgets to eat, and so he becomes hollow, like, like becomes like a crescent. And so then he remembers, oh yeah, I gotta eat, and but he keeps chasing her.
0: Yeah. You know, I got it. Evil
1: evilest moon I've ever read about.
0: I feel like they should have done the equivalent of shot. The person who came up with that. <laughs> I, like, I, I don't know. Bow and arrow to the guy who uh, archery, oh, yeah, the guy who's so like, it's, like, like, it's also like another thing is like the sun and the moon. Why would like you want to look at the sky and have that thought? No, like, but like, you're a the, people the s- in
1: a culture. You're like, yep, there goes the, the, the incest rape. Ape, rape the celestial body that I see every. Uh,
0: look, it's that thing that happens once every couple of years. <laughs> yeah, a rape.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, like, <laughs> like, it's so horrible. No, like I
0: mean, also like it's it's like I feel like the sun and the moon and the legends associated with them are like so high fantasy, quote unquote. Like they're like mm-hmm. they're very like pure and like mighty and epic, and to just have it be gross like that yeah. is like I hate that but it's i also
1: i also appreciate this like sort of um like uh like looking at it i think i think to some extent like i like that a culture was was like has this like perverted fucked up way of looking at these things like the fact that they look like that there was that I, ultimately i see it as like you know obviously there was different relationships between like sex and the politics of it probably back when this was being made no up but probably not so much that, like, that was not considered, you know, heinous. It's fascinating to imagine people having such, and, like, you know, I'll I'll conjecture here, but it seems like an animosity towards just the rhythms of, like, life that they would be, like, yeah, the sky, (laughs) the the entire, like, myth of the sky that keeps us alive and we're cold all the fucking time is, like, is just a devil story. It is just the devil thing, and like that is like the thing that like exists over us, is this like good thing that has to run away from this bad thing. Um, So that's the most monstrous aspect of the moon that I read about um, in my in my research. That, I mean, quickly, uh, uh, right behind it is the Majora's Mask moon, which is very scary.
0: Do you ever play Majora's Mask? Okay. No, but I know what the Majora's Mask Moon looks like, and it it's looks super like freaky. Scary,
1: and then also it's got the the fucking dancing skull kid on top of it, which is also
0: freaky. Um, I should probably—that's probably a game that I should try to play. Yeah,
1: I mean, I um, only played it when I was a kid, and I didn't beat it, so it's definitely one of those where it's like a, uh, I watched the map pat video when I was like thirteen, and I was like, awesome! You know, <laughs> cool. Haven't played it since. Um. um
0: so, th- actually, there was another mo- moon monster that is not... I feel like we don't need to talk about werewolf and vampire quite as much. Yeah, I feel because- like you
1: guys also will want to touch on that on your own time.
0: You know? Yeah, but um, the, uh, this one is a monster that I- will never get her own episode. Um, but mm-hmm. she- I guess she is a vampire. But I, I wanted Love to briefly it. touch on the moon from Adventure Time. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: you showed me that clip. That was sick.
0: Yeah, she she has more in that, but basically, there's a, a mini series in oh uh, in season five, maybe. Also, I really like Adventure Time. Spoiler mm. little alert! Uh, I don't know if that's a spoiler. Trigger I it's warning. A spoiler. It's a spoiler and a trigger warning. Tr- trigger <laughs> warning! I know that Adventure Time is for kids, and that a lot of people think that it's lame. That I might like that, but no. I'm going to. For I'm going to stand time, by my. Every time they say
1: mathematical, there's a really interesting. Sort of lich storyline. So, um, I think
0: that I don't. I didn't even know about that. But I love Adventure mm-hmm. Time. I've seen it through and through, probably twice. But, th- anyways, there's a there's a mini series called Stakes that's about Marceline the Vampire Queen's backstory, kind of. Mm-hmm. And in it, she ends up having to fight various vampires, and one of them is called the Moon. And she's this fucked up little quiet lady who has like. <laughs> An ear or a pussy on her head or something. Mm-hmm. They don't. They never explain what that is. And like, also, all the other vampires are like, you know, humanoid and don't have a pussy on their head. But, anyways, she leaves behind these like little glowing pearls um, that are like gross. And um, her her superpower is just that she regenerates. But she's also just super fucking freaky. At one point. Um, Finn and Jake are running away from her, and she's just like smiling and keeping pace. And um, and at this point, they haven't. Yeah, it totally looks like a pussy. Um, But at one point, you know, Finn's like Jake. I like she's like she's messing with us. Like we got to go. I need to see what's up. So they like slow down while they're running away from her, so that Finn can talk to her. And she just goes like. You walk in my light. Like she just says some really fucked up shit about the yeah, moon. Says, like, I think she, she says d-
1: like she says like you're leading me to a trap because like Finn is like trying to bluff. So you're yeah. leading me to a trap. You can't lead me anywhere. Like you you walk by my light. I guide yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Which is yeah.
0: like such a weird thing to say. Mm-hmm. And they also yeah. don't really like and like she points to the moon and it's full. And they don't explain how that plays into it again. And they just like you're just supposed to infer that she has some really fucked up weird connection to a full moon, which mm-hmm. I thought was sick. Um, also, later in that episode, right before she dies, there was something that I thought was really funny and cool that happened, where they were like... Um, Marceline and Princess Bubblegum were hiding in like a safe from her, mm-hmm. and she was just like um, pounding on the safe going, PIGS! PIGS! And just yelling, <laughs> pigs. And, ev- and eventually... Like, she just kept pounding on it, and then the safe just, like, unlocks, and she opens it, and they, like, they don't touch on it other than Princess Bubblegum goes, like, did you just unlock the safe by yelling pigs? Mm-hmm. And, like, and like she just, like, laughs, um, which I think is very funny that they just gave her, like, these unquantifiable moon powers. Yeah, that's sick. Um, but, honestly, she is, like, a, a well-designed monster, even though she does not have a lot of screen time and... Yeah. Honestly, probably doesn't get a lot of lime moonlight, um, oh. in and people talking about monsters or anything. Um, I think she's a cool monster that's very moon
1: related. I think Adventure Time has a like. I always, I only saw, I've only seen like. I mean, I watched it like a long time ago, and then I watched a few episodes. When I when I watched a few episodes, I saw the the magic man was like another monster. I would call him a monster. Yeah, he is. Who I really, really liked. Um, because I just thought he was, like, an evil clown, uh, basically. Um, oh, I mean, he's he's, he's a fucker, you yeah, know? Yeah, and I just thought, like, that kind of, like, chaotic evil was very fun to watch.
0: I, I um, feel like Pendleton Ward uh, for sure played D&D.
1: Oh, yeah, he apparently said... I think he said... He wrote, he wrote like, for a 5e book. He was, like... Really? A th- yeah, oh, I, I thought you would know this. He was... Like I a, should know this. He's, like, a huge D&D guy. He basically said that, like, the whole thing for Adventure Time was, like, to take a campaign he was, like, doing or something and make that into, like, a larger story. And, like, it's, like, the kind of campaign he would want to run for D&D. I think he's, like, quoted saying that, basically.
0: Okay, well, that, that tracks then, yeah. given, um, you know, what what the show is. But mm. that, that show is awesome. I mean, honestly, if you haven't seen it, I'd say if you start at Season 3 and beyond, anything before Season 3 is a little bit... Um, it's a little bit too cutesy even for, for old cutesy kai's taste. Yeah. But a little ukulele um, heavy. A little ukulele heavy and just like, let's help find the pie and like, you know, I yeah. don't know. It gets I there's, but there's hate pies. I I like pies. I'm just saying oh, that okay. like the, the, the plots of each episode are like the stakes aren't very high or interesting. Hmm. Um But I I don't know, that that show gets interesting. It's a cool show. Um, Heck yeah. But, yeah, the moon from Adventure Time. She's cool. Um, mm-hmm. Anything else about the moon that you can yeah, think there's of? there's so uh, much
1: about the moon we can talk about. Um, that's the thing. Is it is, it is, it, this is meant to be a uh, you know, a spark sparking your imagination so you can look up moon stuff and read about it and get excited. Just like uh, I did today. Um, and, and I do apologize. The most interesting one to me was the most fucked up one. But I just had never heard of a story that evil. That's
0: just because of the kind of guy you are. <laughs> no. There's a lot of fucked up
1: stuff in like Greek mythology with that, but like I've never heard one where it's just eternal. That just sounded horrible. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Actually, that,
0: that is really. I didn't think about the fact that like it's, a f- it's like a forever sentence to yeah, lying it's for incest rape.
1: <laughs> she didn't do anything wrong. It's just so no. vile. It's, like, like, it's the most evil thing. Um, which is why I thought it was interesting for monsters. Um, that's, that, that
0: is a monster that counts. Yeah.
1: Um, I would also say that like, uh, when I was reading about, um, the, the man in the moon, um, and I was thinking about how, um, like interesting that, that like, uh, I mean, like I think about like, have you seen, you've seen a trip to the moon or, or have you've heard of it maybe? Yeah. It's like one of, it's like the first science fiction film ever made is by George Miller. Melier, Mel- Mel- I don't know how to say his name, he's French. Melier, I think. Um, and it has this guy's face where he gets his eye, gets stabbed with a rocket by a bunch of, like, uh, wizard scientists that, like, go to fly to see him. And it's a very famous image. Um, Have you
0: seen the, that movie put set to different music? Yeah. There's a video on YouTube of, of it, like, with, like, very dope music, and it's it changes the vibes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because it's, it's a terrifying... I mean, I just think it's, like,
1: a terrifying, like, image. I think the moon's face is scary. And the way the moon looks like that in Mighty Boosh also. Um, they, like, basically have the moon do that. I do if you've seen the show The Mighty Boosh. And he just, like, Mm-mm. says, like, English non-sequiturs. Um, but, like, the moon where it has this, like, sort of, like, rich red lipstick on is, like, very eerie to me. <laughs> like, having a human Totally. To Uh, I I think
0: for some reason that kind of plays into the, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but Mm -hmm. it plays into the the feeling of madness with the moon, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, I think like Like,
1: seeing a face and not being sure if it's really a face and just having to look at it and not make sense of it is maddening in its own way. (laughs)
0: You know when I was younger I never could see the man on the moon and I was I was frustrated by the way it's phrased because I was looking for like a little guy on there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the, it should have been called like the man is the moon the or something moon. L- l- just because like I was looking for a little guy on there I still can't really see the face to be honest Well
1: some people see like like there's like on um on Wikipedia there's like a useful like uh <laughs> it's a very funny image but it's like it's the images labeled possible interpretations of the man in the moon. And it shows how people can see different things in it. I always saw the one that was like a realistic looking face, but like the one with the rabbit in the moon, which is a big thing. Um, uh, one where it's like a, like a man wearing a headdress, like a, like a fucking, uh, judge kind of fucking hat or like a English revolutionary war kind of looking motherfucker head wig shit. Um, there's one that's like kind of looks like a weird guy. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I always saw it a lot for some reason. Um, oh, yeah, there's also the great wolf Hati. I forgot about this. In Ragnarok, he like, – Because oh, in, in, in Norse mythology, there's a wolf that's, like, chasing the moon, and he finally catches it during the end days. And I think and like that's, like, another thing where it's, like – And th- that's a thing in, um, in, uh, in Greek mythology. There's, like, the chariot riding the sun. Like, Apollo – not Apollo. It's Helios riding the sun. Chariot around, and then there's like I don't know if Saloon is doing the same thing, but like the idea of like w- like these bodies in, in this these celestial bodies being like w- like like piloted by a god is always a thing too, um, or being like Char- run around by a person, I think is cool. Yeah, I mean I could talk about the moon forever, but um, I don't know what other like strong direction I have for moon conversation. It can go. I could talk about the I wonder the rabbit goddess and Naruto.
0: I, I don't know about that. She's I, just, she's well, just fucky she's, a, she's fucky looking. Yeah. In a cool way or a bad way? In good way. She's like she's
1: like fine. You know, she's fine in an anime way, but she also looks like a uh, weird space rabbit.
0: Okay, they made her hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to. That's true.
1: And that's based on um, some Japanese lore too. But yeah. so
0: I have a question. <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. if you were given the option <clears throat> with the technology that we have now to fly take a trip to the moon, you didn't have to pay for it. Um, would you would yeah. you do it?
1: Oh yeah, of course. Cool. Not even a question. What about you?
0: Uh probably not.
1: Really? Too scary?
0: I I don't like space. I, I like you know, I, I understand that it's incredible or whatever. Um but like, you know, whenever there's a new satellite picture, I'm like, oh, Great, uh, you know. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I just I, feel like I, just, I would
1: feel, I would think I would just feel an indescribable feeling being not on the planet. I think
0: I, think would. I would too, and I don't long for that feeling. <laughs> I, for I, sure. I guess that, that I, I would rather die on this planet mm-hmm. uh, than die not on, I, re, I think my biggest, if I like also like could talk mm-hmm. to an oracle and they were like, you're going to be okay and you will return fine, mm-hmm. then I would do it but i think my biggest fear in, like ever is dying not on earth i don't know why but i like <laughs> <Whoa. That's laughs> i really i really don't want to die not on this planet hmm
1: i think i for some, that's i feel like your soul
0: that i will die on this planet yeah yeah no most likely but i'm just saying that like um <laughs> yeah, i don't know like <laughs> I, think, I think if you die not on this not planet not drowning I drowning seems way better than dying off of the planet. I Wait, I'm what do you fine mean off with drowning,
1: planet. like anywhere off the planet, or just like you mean yeah. in space, like freezing in space.
0: Yeah, well, uh, dying not on Earth, I, it's okay. I d- I mean, I'd rather not drown, but like, mm. you know, drowning in a sea on Earth, that's fine. <laughs> but I just like I just like I I don't know what I believe in for like the afterlife or whatever, but. I think that if you die not on Earth, y- you do not get. Um, you go to hell the ben- immediately. Y- yeah. I don't think you go to hell. I think that's a guaranteed um, atheist's belief of the right. afterlife. is if you die there, I think if you die on Earth, maybe you, like go into some big melting pot reincarnation mm-hmm. thing. If you die in space, you're gone. you're opting out
1: basically of the like, yeah. You're opting out afterlife once you're out of this. Yeah, exactly. And like, I Gaia's, you know I don't guy as embrace.
0: Exactly, you've lost Gaia's embrace. By, I think all astronauts are a little bit cursed. <laughs> yeah, they've they've shunned they've shun Gaia. Um yeah, I love that. But that, that, that's actually not really a joke. I really like. I do not fuck with space. I do like the idea of astronauts being kind of all a little bit like cursed
1: and like kind of having all having a far away sort of a uh, you know, seeing the forbidden city kind of look. Uh,
0: that uh, that's a cool premise, actually. Yeah, it's probably yeah. true. I, yeah i I think okay the thing is though is I think if if you leave the planet and you look down at the planet, mm-hmm. I'm sure that that does do something indescribable to your perception of things oh yeah, like you know like more than any drug or whatever like i i and I'm just not interested in that,
1: yeah, I feel like I might start like screaming just because <laughs> you'd, you'd immediately um feel like the smallest creature. And the small, like with the with the small (laughs) mind, yeah. So you were just screeching to be heard by anything. Yeah, I saw Earth from that. (laughs) He's just the other astronauts over the comms. (laughs) Scream!
0: The other astronauts just hear you through the little intercom, and you're just floating around. (laughs) You're fine. (laughs) Just like like
1: making like a horrible screech. Um, Uh, yeah. Oh man, we even talk about eclipses.
0: Oh yeah, eclipses are wild.
1: They're so cool. They they uh, uh, in Castlevania, Aria of Sorrow, they trapped Dracula's castle inside of an eclipse, which is so cool.
0: <laughs> That's honest. awesome. Got you.
1: And then like the ne- but that was in 1999. They trapped him, and then in the game takes place in 2035, where the eclipse comes back, and this time though Dracula is gonna find his way out in his castle is going to find their way out of the eclipse but um yeah
0: eclipses that's, are that's, cool
1: that's one thing that's cool but I also just like the eclipses are just very badass I feel like
0: if, if I were not like a super social creature like mm-hmm. you know if I weren't like socialized or whatever yeah. um I would accidentally invent my own fucked up little religion <laughs> yeah. and eclipses would be substantial
1: Oh yeah, they'd have to be. I mean, they're yeah. like the. Uh, I mean, just the idea of like the moon occluding the sun, and like just like like turning off the light, just like being like it's very eerie. Um, and creating also, a, a ring. I even realize I did that, but the occult occlusion, like a lot of that, because the occ- occluding the it's it is technically I think called occlusion, and then it's like. That's the occult comes from that. It's just lots of fun stuff like with with etymology and and, and linguistics with when it comes to like the
0: moon. Really, yeah, because it's titch. such it's such an old it's an, yeah, old, it's an old concept. Old thing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really interesting. Actually, thinking about etymology in, in terms of like solar bodies that have been like mm-hmm. foundational to to people. I was reading um, about I, like
1: an asteroid that was discovered like pretty recently, and. They just named it after, um, I think it was uh, uh, the asteroid, not recently, recently, but... Elon Musk? Ceres, uh, (laughs) which is, like, the asteroid that is most planet-like that is between um, Jupiter and Mars, like, within the asteroid belt. Um, Because based on, basically, calculations up to that point in the 1800s, people were like, there has to be something we're not... Based on, like, how these things are working, there has to be, like a planetary kind of body between mars and jupiter because otherwise like the way that these things are orbiting don't make sense and so they discovered what was off what was at one point thought potentially to be another planet um and uh all i have to say is that they like named it after like a you know uh uh, a greek god it's like it's like that that tradition of naming it after, like, Latin and Greek things is still... And not just in, like, a scientific way. It's, like, named after, like, you know... It's named after not, like, a a, a technical phenomenon. It's named after, like, a mythological, you know, uh, um, idea. And so there's, like, this obsession with myth, in, in with space, and, and, and our relationship to it. It's just very cool. Well, I think so
0: that's like, just because even yeah. in this age of, of understanding more and more about the world around us, it's still, like, that stuff is still pretty out of our realm of being able to mm. understand it yeah. like we can't we can't you know sure we've been to the moon but like we've sent some guys up there for like a couple of days or something I, I don't even i don't i don't know the i actually have no idea There's like how I think much a
1: three-year period of time where we sent like 12 people total i think yeah i'm just saying like you know like, it's yeah, not barely like, yeah no we haven't yeah
0: so like it's it's still it's it's easy to mythologize something like that when you just don't have access to knowing it oh yeah
1: everything that we know most of the stuff we know about space is like you know it it by naturally in like whatever any i guess if you look at science or in the scientific method i guess it's like all supposed to be to some extent theoretical and 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 and, you know leaving room for doubt but space in particular it's like fascinating like a friend of mine who's a physicist he was talking about an experiment he was working on we're trying to assess um particular aspects of dark matter um i couldn't recall all the details but it's all based <laughs> on like a theory on a theory on a theory of what dark matter is so that he can assess whether a particle moves through the planet in a certain way and so it's all based on just like calculations equations and then computer modeling and then we're supposed to go yeah and that's basically as best as we can do because we can't go there and fucking see this shit, um, you know. We have to sort of like create, like you know, and and what is seeing then at that point, like you I know, think what that, is,
0: you that know, that's probably tricky. Sorry to to interrupt Ooh. you, but I feel like that also kind of the moon. Another adjective that I would ascribe to the moon is mysterious, Ooh. and. I think that this this sort of, um, like... In, ta- in or Is it untangibility or intangibility? Intangibility. Yeah. yeah, this sort of intangibility of it, I think, lends itself to the imagination quite a bit also. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, like... You know, there's no way to know what it is uh, up until, like, you know, the 60s um, when they moved around on it, but, yeah. like... Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like... It, because you don't know what it is, like, human a, um, human imagination fills in so many gaps. And when you have something that you mm-hmm. don't know what it is and it only happens at night, like, yeah. you're of course going, <laughs> <laughs> like. Yep, that's, start, that's how I learned about
1: uh, sex, is not knowing what it was and hearing it at night. Yeah, yeah. really. And I have to use my imagination. They're wrestling, you know.
0: Oh. Yeah, t- having a little tussle. Yeah, um, you know how it is. Well, but you know what I, you know what I mean. I feel like it's uh, that's a perfect recipe for coming up with with legends and monstrous stories of oh yeah, monster crazy proportions. Yeah. But I think um, you know because it's such a large topic, we could probably keep top talking. Yeah, I think or we laid a it foundation
1: anywhere. for future lunar episodes for you guys. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, th- I think here is a, a good place to end it. Um, usually we rate the monster, but we didn't we're not really doing that kind of episode we're doing a random episode mm-hmm. of where now it's just Kai and patches are talking um about the moon yeah about the moon <laughs> <It was> wildly <laughs> speculating about
1: the moon.
0: yeah yeah um i th- that's probably what again what i'm gonna call it yeah um and uh yeah i think um you know cameron should be theoretically out of the the hagfish slime ball that he is mm. currently in soon um mm-hmm. So we're, and we're, we'll have plenty to talk about with Hagfish once we get him out of there. But yes. um, for now, I think that would be au revoir. Thank A you very much, Patches. Do you have course. anything you'd like to pl- to, to plug? Uh,
1: I mean, yeah. You know, if you're not subscribed to the D&D tier of Pod About List, go do it. Um, otherwise, listen to podcasts about List. Um, uh, I, I, I don't know. I have i have other stuff i've been thinking about but i can't plug anything yet so sure Uh, yeah
0: yeah well so to any of the the three listeners who didn't (laughs) find out about this through podcast about list and still don't know what that is go check that out Yeah, (laughs) please (laughs) hurry uh i i know there are there's there's probably like three of them i mean they exist they're there um
1: monster and crazy and we're like these guys seem okay
0: yeah, yeah they're they're like I'm feeling crazy for monster. <laughs> Right. and yeah. then they typed it in. They're like, yes, yeah. Cameron and Kai are soothing me with their monstrous analyses. Yeah, the Cocoa Puff
1: mascot was feeling crazy for monsters this time. Is and that is
0: that yeah. what the Cocoa Puff mascot he sounds he's like?
1: Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, and so you're saying they're feeling uh, crazy for monsters?
0: So. Okay, that was
1: all right. Yeah. I get it. Well, anyways, <laughs> bye
0: everyone. Bye.